Christian Parenting. Aloha, friends. Welcome to the Monica Swanson Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, wife to Dr. Dave, podcast host and author of Boy Mom and Raising Amazing. Here on the podcast, it is my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising amazing kids and building strong families. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you'll be encouraged. you about a podcast sponsor that I'm a big fan of, DiveIntoMath.com. Now, most of you know that all my boys have been homeschooled, and the oldest two went on to college, where the oldest graduated with a degree in data analytics, and the second son will graduate this year majoring in mechanical engineering. And both of those boys took science classes and Shorman math classes through the DiveIntoMath.com website. In fact, they went all the way through an AP calculus and an AP physics course, and they believe that those classes really well prepared them for their college classes ahead. Now, Dive Into Math offers self-paced courses in state-of-the-art e-learning systems featuring expert video instruction, interactive assignments with auto-grading and grade recording, video solutions, and Q&A support with Dr. Shorman, who happens to be our good friend and is such a great man. Dr. Shorman teaches everything from a biblical perspective, and he offers a historical foundation which teaches the why of learning math, which is really helpful. Shorman Algebra 1 and 2 teaches every concept on the PSAT, SAT, and ACT with over 200 practice questions, which if your kids are interested in college is going to be really, really helpful. Now I have a lot more to say. I'll be sharing in the months ahead, but definitely go over to the diveintomath.com website. Check them out. I think you'll be impressed. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had a great Christmas and that you're wrapping up 2023 so well and excited for an amazing new year ahead. I know we're in that funny week between Christmas and New Year's, but I'm so glad that you're taking the time to hang out with me because I think we get to talk about something today that is so relevant and could be so helpful as we head into the new year. We're going to talk about one of my very favorite subjects, and that is character, what it means to raise kids of character. We're going to get really practical, and in fact, we're covering two chapters from my book, Raising Amazing, Bringing Up Kids Who Love God, Like Their Family, and Do the Dishes Without Being Asked. If you've been around a while, you know that at the end of each month, I've been sharing just some highlights and nuggets from each chapter of my book since last February when it came out. Um, But today we're going to combine two chapters into one. We're going to talk about building character, three ways we can really bring character development into the regular rhythms of our family life. And we're going to also talk about adversity, some of those challenges kids face and how we can use those to develop greater character, how adversity is the fuel for greatness. Um, Also, for those kids that don't have a lot of great challenges, I'm going to encourage you to find some creative ways to bring challenges um, into their life so that they can build those character muscles, which they're going to need when they face the real world one day. So these are topics I'm super passionate about. We're going to have some helpful downloads, free printables over in show notes. Today's show notes can be found at monicaswanson.com forward slash raising dash amazing dash nine. That's for chapter nine, even though we're covering chapters nine and 10. Now, I do want to say, if you have already read 
uh, Raising Amazing, and you haven't left a rating or review over on Amazon, it would mean so much to me if you would take a moment to do that. Uh, You can do it super easy. You just go over to where you find the book. I'll have a link to that in show notes, but you can just click on those five stars or leave a few words about what you love about Raising Amazing. That would be like a, a Christmas gift, a New Year's gift to me. So thank you in advance for taking a minute to do that. And I should say, if you don't yet have a copy of Raising Amazing, then I hope you would take a moment to order yourself a copy. Uh, it is available on Audible. If you like to listen, it's me and my family reading our various parts. It's also on Kindle version and paperback. So however you like to read or consume books, it's available in all those ways. And yes, there will be a link to where you can get the book in show notes as well. So don't hesitate to order your own copy of Raising Amazing. Okay, so now let's talk about raising kids of character. Let's talk about how adversity is a fuel for greatness. I hope you're encouraged by everything we're going to cover today. So I'm going to open with a quote here from chapter nine, which is titled, Dish Duty, Make Character a Really Big Deal. There's a quote here by George A. Dorsey that says, Good, honest, hard-headed character is a function of the home. If the proper seed is sown there and properly nourished for a few years, it will not be easy for that plant to be uprooted. I love that focus on the home. Home is where kids are going to pick up and be shaped by character most of all. So let's talk about three ways we might do that. Number one, if you want to raise kids of character, you really need to teach it. That means talk about it. Uh, You you can't sneak this in and just hope that they catch it. You got to talk plainly about character, why it matters, what it is. When they're little, it's going to start with basic manners. Most of us teach our kids please and thank you, and and we do all those things when they're young, and, and that's good. That's where it all starts, but that's not where it ends. I talk about how kids just won't know unless we tell them. And so one of the things I've talked about before that I do is I use character words. And that's a simple shift in how we talk about the things we talk about every day. So one way you might do this is to have a a word or a theme of the week uh, or to rotate through different character qualities throughout the week, however you want to do it. But I'll use the example of the word patient. You want your kids to understand what it means to be patient. And so you bring it up. You say, hey, this week, let's talk about being patient. Let's let's learn more about that. Let's practice being patient this week. You might define what it is if they don't know. Use simple terms if they're young. Um, maybe share some examples. Ask them to share some examples of what it means to be patient. Uh, you might use a Bible verse or two. Uh, There's some great Proverbs for most of these character qualities. Ephesians 4, 2 is a verse I've turned to often, especially when my kids were young, to help them understand the importance of being patient. It says, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. So you can use scripture. You can also turn to a Bible story. Um, I think with the word patience of the story of of Joseph in the book of Genesis, all the things he had to endure, the the harsh treatment, all the things he did, and he was so patient, waiting on the Lord's timing. So that's just one story. You also can uh, talk about other stories, books you've read, movies you've seen, and just refer to good examples of patience. You could also take something you're doing anyway in your day. You might be baking cookies, and you talk about, just use the word patient. You know, we have to be patient while we wait for these to bake. Or maybe you're going to make your kids wait and have one after lunch or dinner and talk about that 
idea of what it means to be patient. Again, as is age appropriate, older kids, you're going to have completely different conversations. But the point here is to just talk plainly and use these character words as you can throughout your day. Another example might be the word brave. You can talk to your child about what it means to be brave. You could read about Daniel in the lion's den or about Queen Esther going before King Xerxes in the Bible. So you're, you're defining it, you're talking about it, you're bringing it up, making it practical. Maybe you've read a book or seen a movie recently with some other character. Maybe it's not from the Bible, but you're like, oh, remember that one movie? That guy was so brave, right? And then you just look for opportunities to notice and affirm when your child is acting brave, um, even if it's just a seed of bravery. So um, again, then you look for opportunities to point out others. You might see somebody doing something. Uh, you might see something on TV or out in public and you're like, oh, that guy must be so brave. He's, he's you know, trimming the trees around that electrical wire. I'll bet that was scary the first time, but he was brave to face that and learn to do it for a job. So again, finding a word, thinking about a character quality, bringing it up, and then making it practical so that it is a regular rhythm and conversation in your family life. I've said before, this is the difference between, you know, walking in my son's bedroom and saying, oh, it's such a mess in here. Why do you have to be such a slob? And instead saying, hmm, I think you could be more responsible with your bedroom. Let's talk about what it means to be responsible. And showing him, walking him through what it looks like to tidy up his room right, and then looking for opportunities to catch him being responsible as well. Just bringing up character words rather than just going through your day without thinking about it takes a little bit of intentionality, but it is so important. So again, talking about it, teaching it, using examples, intentionality, but goodness, this does pay off over time. Okay, next, I encourage you to utilize resources. So number one is teaching, talking about. Number two, utilize your resources. And many of you know that I have the character training course. I open the doors a few times a year, hope to be opening it this March. But that course is full of resources because I have seen the power of good resources in my kids' lives. And you don't have to have my character course to find good resources. You can find them yourselves. I just happened to gather some really good ones and put it in the course. But the point here is at some point, from the time they're young, really, kids need somebody outside of mom and dad to be speaking into their lives on all of these things. And so reading good books, watching good movies, um, using different tools that have been created by great people to teach character qualities can be super helpful. So I encourage you to consider what kind of resources you might use depending on the age and stage of your kids' lives. When they're little, there's a ton. There's so many things out there. There are little Bible storybooks. There are flashcards. You can go on the internet and just search character, toddlers or preschoolers. You're going to find a ton. As they get older, I think it's it's not talked about as much. There's a few less, quite a few less resources for tweens and teenagers, which was the reason I created my character training course, because I didn't find much out there. But we love to point our boys to the book of Proverbs, reading a chapter a day, tons of character help there. And of course, there's many other resources if you're looking for them that you can point your kids to. In my course, I have YouTube videos, um, TED Talks, things like that, where there are inspirational people outside of mom and dad who have amazing stories, who maybe have had to go through really hard things in life and come out the other side with great character, and then they're sharing that with others. So use your resources, number two. 
And then number three, make sure that work is a regular part of your kids' lives. Make sure that work is a focus and a value and a priority in your family's uh, structure. And hard work produces great character. Kids who know how to work hard will grow up with so many benefits over kids who are not required to work when they're young. And there's many ways you can approach work. When they're little, you can use chores. Chores, uh, I know that I was really challenged in figuring out a chore system. When my boys were young, I nearly gave up because I kept trying different things and we would fail. And I was like, you know what? It's easier to just do it myself. This isn't going to work. But something in me knew that, well, some of it was practical. I had three kids and then I also eventually had number four. And I was like, I need help. I'm homeschooling. I can't do all this myself. So just practically speaking, I wanted my kids to learn to do chores, but I also knew it would be good for them. So eventually I came up with my own system and it worked and I was so happy it stuck. We've used it for years. And I actually, I'll share a link in the show notes to a blog post where I outline exactly how we do that. And there's even some printables you can download and use it in your own home if you want to try my system. I'd say if you have two or more kids, especially this system would be really helpful and it's really doable. So I think you'll like it, but no doubt chores are a great way to start kids working. And there's always the debate over, do you pay them for chores? Do you not? People have very strong opinions on that. And I will let you decide for yourself. We did. Um, but the way we did it was if they didn't do their chores, they wouldn't get paid. So we just did a, a weekly allowance, which I think some people today would call a weekly commission. So whatever you want to call it, we paid them by their age each week. And then we also helped. And in that same blog post, I talk about how we helped our kids learn to save some, um, give some, like a tithe and offering, and then have some that they could spend. And I think this was teaching them great money management from a young age. So that was how we did things, but everyone can figure out what works best. And um, But chores were required, and there were consequences if they didn't do them, and uh, it was not always easy, and yes, everyone slacks off sometimes, but we did develop a real rhythm of doing chores in our home, and it, and it became super character building because as my kids depended on one another to do their chores, like, listen, I did, you know, I vacuumed and mopped, but there's dishes in the sink. Whose job is that? So they would depend on one another to get their chores done, and sometimes one would have to cover for the other, and you know, there, there's a lot to that, but you develop character and you learn skills that will lead to the same kind of relationships in, you know, having roommates one day, maybe in college or after they move out of the house, being married, working at a job, all these things. So uh, doing chores is a great way to start. And while you're having your kids work, you can teach them proverbs and scriptures that really highlight and emphasize the importance of work. Proverbs 14, 23 says, in all toil, there is profit but mere talk tends only to poverty. I mean, these are great scriptures for our kids to understand and then to connect the dots between, wow, I'm doing work now that will pay off later and maybe observing those who aren't working and recognize that that's going to lead to poverty. One more that I love is uh, Proverbs 12, 11 that says, whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits lacks sense. So I think our kids can look around them and see so many pursuing worthless pursuits. So again, tying together scripture with the work that they're doing. 
I also encourage you, as soon as your kids are able, to get jobs outside of the house, whether it's for a neighbor mowing the lawn or babysitting. Uh, As soon as our boys were able to, we made sure that they found jobs in local restaurants, uh, working in the dish pit. That is character building, I promise. So if you have a kid that can go wash dishes somewhere and have a boss that's not mom and dad, wow, that's going to do some um, real character building. But work is super important. And some kids, I think, grow up just so comfortable and their parents are like, well, they're doing sports. They have so much homework. And I get it. It may be impossible to get an actual job, but there's also things oftentimes they can do online or in their own time, or they could give music lessons to somebody and and work out their own schedule. There's so many creative ways to work, but I encourage you to raise kids who know how to work and who have high standards of work. So when they do their chores, you want to make sure they're doing a good job. I love uh, Dorinda Wilson has a great podcast, listen to it all the time. And um, I love how she always says, don't expect what you won't inspect. And that's been kind of my phrase lately. So if I tell Levi, go clean your room, I need to follow through by walking in there and seeing how did he do? And then maybe he did well in some parts of his room, but then maybe there's that stack, you know, on the chair in the corner where I'm like, okay, your bed looks great. I love that you stacked your books nicely, but let's look at this over here. Now, would you call this excellent work? And so you kind of walk through each um, chore or responsibility with them. So um, giving your kids work, setting a high standard of excellence, this will pay off for the rest of their lives. Of course, I, I'm, I'm so tempted to dive into other parts of this chapter on character. I, I really focus on the heart. Um, as kids grow up, it's really important that we help them um, kind of connect the dots between the things that they do and the heart behind it. Because when they're little, chores don't necessarily take heart, right? You can do a chore without really caring. But as they grow up, you want them to understand that it is, um, you know, out of the overflow of our heart that we hope they'll be doing their work. I say here, the greatest goal in our parenting should be to raise kids with character that flows from a heart that wants to honor God. And that, of course, will point us back to the chapter I already covered. I'll link to it in show notes, but just about faith and the importance of focusing most of all on our kids' faith, their understanding of God's love, and then hoping that that will inspire them to love Him back and to want to do um, loving things for others because of their love for God. But don't worry, that takes some time to develop. So if you're not there yet, don't stress. This is a process, but we can help our kids connect the work they do with a heart that wants to honor God and do excellent work for his glory. Okay, so again, there is a whole lot more in chapter nine about character. And there's also a free download that goes with this chapter of the book that I am offering to you over in show notes. And it is a list of character inspiring books and movies that your family might enjoy. So definitely check show notes. We're going to have a couple different printables for this week's episode because now I'm going to touch briefly on chapter 10, which is called The Struggle is Real and Also Good How Adversity Fuels Greatness. Love this topic so much, really still talking about character, but talking about how important it is that our kids do hard things. We just touched on work, but also how we let them go through some challenges, some struggles, and how that develops those character muscles. 
as we come here to the end of the year, I want to pause real quick to make sure that you know that this podcast is a part of a big network of podcasts all run by Christian Parenting Podcast Network, which over the past couple of years has grown so much. They are reaching hundreds of thousands of families all over the world with a total of 37 different podcasts. Christian Parenting's mission is to help parents all around the world grow into the perfectly imperfect parents God created them to be so that they can confidently raise the next generation of culture-changing Christians. You know that's what I'm all about. Christian Parenting provides digital and printed resources and encouragement that is rooted in biblical truth. But you probably also know that that creating resources and running podcasts is not free. Just like everything else in this world, these things take a lot of time and financial commitments. As a donor-based ministry, Christian Parenting relies on generous donors like you to continue to make podcasts like this happen. So if you love this podcast, and I hope you do, would you consider giving a year-end gift to Christian Parenting? That is one way you could support this podcast and all the other podcasts in the network. Every gift matters and every gift makes a difference. So you can easily give a year-end gift over at cpgive.org. Again, it's letter CP as in Christian Parenting, give.org. And that is one way you can support this podcast and help reach more families in the year ahead. Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat, and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out, see their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. I open this chapter with another quote I love by Lou Holtz. It says, show me someone who has done something worthwhile, and I'll show you someone who has overcome adversity. And I think we can all agree that is so true. Um, there are some great stories out there. Hopefully you have and will continue to introduce your kids. And we love Bethany Hamilton here from Hawaii, surfer who lost an arm to a shark attack and went on to be still one of the best surfers in the world. She's amazing. Um, there's people like uh, Helen Keller, Corey Tenboom, great stories. So many people. Those are all females. There's just as many males, but lots of great stories of men and women who have overcome challenges to develop great character. So we want to talk to our kids about that. And, and there's kind of two different ways I approach this in the chapter. The first thing I cover is I want to talk about those kids who are actually walking through difficult times, kids who have actual challenges and how we can parent them through that. And this could be anything from a difficult medical diagnosis to um, maybe you've been through a divorce or they've lost a parent or a loved one. Uh, they might struggle with school or with sports, whatever it might be. If your child is going through a true challenge, then I really encourage you to, of course, be their support, be nurturing, be, be loving, be, be considerate to all their feelings. But with that, we want to make sure that we 
aren't encouraging self-pity. We're not coddling our kids. We are teaching them to use everything they go through to grow stronger, uh, to develop greater faith, and to ultimately bring God glory. We read in Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 4, it says, We also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. So we can show our kids in scripture where, where it is truly through these hard things they're going through that they are developing a greatness that can um, really benefit them later in life and also bring God glory. And we're also reminded in scripture that, that we one day can comfort others with the comfort that we've received. So how we can use all the challenges we go through to um, really become stronger and to bring God glory. So again, for those kids going through hard things, we want to be their encourager. We want to be their advocate. We want to walk with them through everything, but we also want to teach them how to walk through things in a way that will strengthen them and uh, glorify God and benefit others ultimately. Okay, so the other angle I take on this topic is talking to the parents of so many kids out there who probably aren't going through anything really, really hard. I mean, we all have challenges and, and this is a generalization, but I would say most kids in America have a relatively easy life, especially compared to kids all over the world and throughout history, right? If our kids get three meals a day plus snacks, they sleep in a bed at night and they have at least one parent who loves them, then they are doing much better than most kids around the world. And so we want to keep perspective on this. And, and yes, we, we want to care about their little challenges too, because sometimes those can feel like really big challenges. But what I want to say is sometimes because life has gotten so easy, technological advances and all the rest, we can raise some pretty soft kids without even realizing. We can raise kids who are not ready for the real world out there if we don't make sure that they they have some challenges while they're growing up. And so for those kids... I'm going to encourage you parents to just look for opportunities to give them, yes, some hard work to do like we already talked about. Uh, also, we want to make sure we're not rescuing them from the small things or the, the daily things they go through. Maybe they have a tough time in school. Don't be too quick to call the teacher. Let the kids work things out. Maybe coach them at home what to say or how to handle a coach or a teacher or a boss, but then let them do it themselves. <laughs> Let's not be overly involved in ways that we don't need to be. Also, I just encourage parents to give kids some challenges. Make sure that they are active physically. Uh, you could do a family challenge, train for a race together, get them involved in some kind of a sport or an activity. Uh, they could build something at home. They can create something. We just want to make sure we're raising kids that know how to take something on and carry it on to completion overcome the challenges along the way, and then feel truly satisfied with a job well done. And I've heard it said that sometimes video games can, can be this false uh, form of, or give kids a false sense of accomplishment. You know, they can go into a video game and feel like they're conquering kingdoms and building great um, fortresses, but really they're just on a video game. And so we want to give our kids some real things to do too. And so I encourage you to talk to your spouse, think about some creative things that you might do to help your child take on some challenges and to learn to be a hard worker. So that might take some creativity in the world today, but make sure you're doing it. And again, this goes back to the stuff I talked about, about work, making sure they get jobs, do good work, have high standards. And oh my goodness, this can make such a difference in their future. Um, even with grades, you know, I'm, I know that grades can be difficult 
some families are like, I'm not going to require my kid to get straight A's. I'm not saying you need to, but look at your child and say, what can they do? Are they working up to their full potential? Or are they wasting time? Are they lazy? Are they entitled? Let's fight against that because culturally that is very much becoming the norm. And I say, let's, let's be upstream parents. Let's fight against that. Okay. I already mentioned one download that will be over in show notes. I also have a link in show notes to um, that chore system that I mentioned earlier. And so I hope that you can get your hands on that. That should be real helpful to many of you. So thank you for being here. I hope this gave you a few good nuggets to chew on and think about. And um, I'm so excited for the new year. This podcast is just going to get better and better as we have so many great topics and guests and themes and things coming up. I'm just super, super excited. So um, I'd love to pray for all of you and your kids on this topic of character as I like to close all of these special episodes doing. So if you'll join me, I will pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everybody listening and for the families that they represent. God, what a privilege it is to raise kids, and we need your help so much in this, Lord. So I just pray that you would guide each of us, that you would give us wisdom and discernment, that you would help us to raise kids of character, that they might shine like bright lights in this dark world, and that you would just show us what each of our kids need most to develop good character. God, for those families who are facing true challenges, difficult seasons, I pray that you would guide us and give us wisdom and help us to walk with our kids through the hard stuff and to help them learn to uh, really develop character through it, to bring you glory, and to one day use what we've been through to encourage others. God, for those raising kids who maybe aren't going through something difficult, give us wisdom and how we might give them some hard work to do, um, cheer them on, encourage them, challenge them, and just raise up amazing kids again for your glory. So Lord, give us patience, give us strength. I think of Galatians 6, 9 that says, do not grow weary in doing good for in due season, you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. So help us Lord to not give up, but to keep pressing on in the good hard work of raising our kids. We love you, Lord. Pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, friends, thank you so much for being here, for taking the time to hang out with me again, and I just hope you've been encouraged. Be sure to check show notes for all the links and free downloads and all the rest. You can find show notes this week at monicaswanson.com forward slash raising dash amazing dash nine. We covered chapters nine and 10, but we're going to just call it nine. And um, always feel free to email me if you have questions, topic requests, or anything else. And you can email me at aloha at monicaswanson.com. All right, friends, God bless you. Hope you have a safe and happy new year. And I will be back with a really special interview, a fun episode next week. So can't wait to see you then. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, aloha. Aloha.